I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is director Dimitri, and he's going to talk about his film, My True Fairy Tale, which is opening in theaters and on demand April 9th from Gravitas Ventures. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I can't even imagine what it must be like to sit in your shoes because this film was a very personal story for you. Indeed. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, the truth is, Janine, I, I, I wish I would not be sitting here and I wish I would not be talking about this film. Of but, um, you know, life throws you curveballs in life and yeah. uh, you sort of have to uh, deal with them. And this was a, a very uh, curvy ball, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I, I had to do what I do best, and that is to tell a story. And uh, I had to tell a story about it in a way that um, I felt about it, not the way it really was. Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. And why is that? It's very difficult to uh, explain things. It's easier to feel things. And sometimes it's very hard to explain the feeling. But uh, I could try to uh, tell you how I felt. I felt that uh, this was not happening and this was not real. And um, uh, when something shocking like this happens and uh, you lose your child, um, you're you're sort of forced to take you're at an incredible nexus and you and and you're you're forced to take a very hardcore decision, and either you go into depression, start maybe uh, taking drinks or drugs or whatever, or you could take the complete opposite way and you try to um, start meditating and uh, not eating meat and go into something spiritual and trying to connect with her. And I said I could always try to do. The, the, the very obvious and quick that's available, which is drink or drugs mm -hmm. or anything else. And so I decided to take the different route. And my only thought, the only thought that was going through my head is how can I get closer to her? How can I communicate with her? Mm -hmm. And um, I think the beginning started off by communicating with her friends and becoming a friend to her friends. Yeah. And um, then it just miraculously somehow some way things started to unfold. And um, this idea of this um, crazy story about a girl um, who vanishes after a, a car wreck and everybody is looking for her. Mm. Uh, so I'm just gonna share with you briefly uh, how I started the show is because I lost a friend of mine suddenly 10 years ago. And I started talking to all her friends, all her boyfriends. So what, what you're saying is so powerful to me. Yeah. So without giving too much away, tell me how, you know, what you would like people to know about the film. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, there's a personal story in me uh, and there is also a message that I feel that this film has because as I started writing it, I almost felt that it, it slowly started to become a little bit bigger than this just little story. Mm -hmm. And it almost started to become kind of like a message. And, uh, um, and it's, it's, 
it's a message of love, the, 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 the ultimate superpower that all of us have. And so often we forget that um, it, it, is, it is always within our reach. And we always have that very, very powerful, um, I want to use the word weapon, but use it in a very, very um, benign sort of way. Yes. Uh, benevolent. It's a tool. Yeah. Yeah. When did you decide you were going to make this into a film? You know, the idea came to me for some reason immediately, within almost four or five days. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. I wasn't sure what this film was going to be about, but I knew I had to tell the story as a film and I had to share this um, with no details whatsoever. Wow, amazing. You know, I like what you said when we started off because I always feel we have two choices in life, go down the negative road or turn towards the positive path. And those positive behaviors, things like creating, but for me, when I'm going through something, I need to create. I need to put myself into something. It just helps me figure things out and see the bigger picture. I totally could relate to that. And uh, creating this story was, for me, um, both painful and liberating. And I even remember the moment when I finished the script, um, it was hard for me to let go because I still wanted to be part of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. So tell me um, about, you know, was it hard for you not to reveal too much of your, you know, emotional life of the loss of your daughter? I mean, did you blend fiction with nonfiction or is it mostly a true film to what happened? Uh, that's a great question. I, uh, um, it is inspired by true events, but um, I'm going to say it's quite fictional mm -hmm. because the goal for me was to convey the feeling more than the actual story itself. Because mm -hmm. writing what happened versus to what I want to happen are two different things. Sure. And somewhere in between they have to meet. and. Uh, they're so opposite in what we know to be the real life that it's almost very difficult to sort of blend them. So it winds up being this magical realism journey where a lot of components are real. Um, I do write music. I uh, am a musician um, as a, a hobbyist. Um, the kids, all made up their own names for the film. Uh, a lot of them are very, very similar in their lifestyles, but uh, a lot of storylines are fictional. Mm -hmm. But just the act, again, of you put, immersing yourself in this life, in this fictional life, was probably just what you needed at that moment. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, um, I think there's this uh, philosopher Osho once said that uh, for the tree's branches to, to reach the heaven, the, true, the roots have to go all the way down in hell, very, very deep. Mm -hmm. And so you also, you almost, ha I almost had to relieve this, not almost, I relieved this yeah. whole thing, including this character of Dean who has a lot of similarities to me personally. Mm -hmm. um, 
but um, I had to get him in a very, very dark place as a character to bring him back to the light. Was filmmaking something you always wanted to do or you did this because of the loss of your daughter? Um, I always wanted to make mm. films and that was my um, always a, a, a secret desire in life is to be a filmmaker. I grew up in uh, former Soviet Union in uh, Belarus and Minsk. That's where I was born. And I idolized French and Italian cinema and I wanted to get into filmmaking. I just didn't know how. So when I got to the States, I thought I would write myself into uh, a film, meaning I would become a dramaturg for theater and sure. then I would uh, make my way to the films. And I found that it was very difficult. And so I didn't touch this endeavor until I turned 40. And when I turned 40, I actually uh, gave up all my business life and I started making films. And um, so I made four or five short films before I made the feature. And unfortunately, this feature, my first feature had to be about this. Mm. How does it feel now knowing that this is done and out in the world? You know, it, it, it's, it's very difficult to describe it. Of course, it feels very, very liberating, but at the same time, it, uh, it's this nervous excitement of exhilaration that has this tint of bitterness, if, if, if you will. It's, it's, um, it feels good, obviously, but um, uh, I'm, I'm like, and I'm only human. So I obviously, I don't know how the film is going to be received, but uh, my goal from the beginning was to have this film be seen by as many people as possible, because I felt that at the end, it would help a lot of people to uh, to deal with, uh, especially with those who have lost someone and it would help them heal. Sure. Well, and I'm sure you probably thought, oh no, my film's coming out during a pandemic. But think about the magnitude of people who have lost people. You know, um, it, it's funny you should mention that it's the, the, the whole journey of, uh, of making this film, including the pandemic, because we finished making the film and we put finishing touches in March of last year. Oh. And, wow. and, yeah, and, and here we were with the film and there was other problems that the world had to deal with. And so we almost had to put this on hold and- uh, right. um, But you and, don't really, because people are losing people left and right, whether it's the pandemic, illness, we're in a mental health pandemic. I mean, the whole generation that your film is focused on are having the hardest time in the pandemic. Today's youth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see how, uh, what would be the reaction um, of our youth to what, when they see this film and yes. uh, um, yeah. Well, it's beautifully done. I want to share a mantra with you I have. It doesn't always hold true, but it goes like this. Sometimes the worst thing that happens to you turns out to be the best thing that ever happened. I get little goosebumps when you say that. I shared that with you for a reason, because obviously we don't wish for that thing to have happened in order for us to grow and 
go in another direction, but sometimes the way we process an experience can move us to something really positive. Amen to that. Um, yeah. Um, it, it, it definitely, um, you know, the, this experience, um, you know, it's almost been four years. It happened on Memorial Day of 2017. And uh, it went in the in 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 blink of an eye. And uh, it just, I, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm here. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I can't believe uh, there's this film. Um, and uh, um, after all said is done, I feel my daughter with me all the time. And That's wonderful. as strange as it may sound, um, I feel even closer with her than I have before because uh, I've established that invisible bridge, this communication channel that I cherish and enjoy so much. That's amazing. You know, it's, um, it's really your way of honoring her and keeping her alive to some extent by sharing what you went through and touching other people's lives. Yes, and you know, I, I, I call it painting her back to life because mm -hmm. to me, um, she's never gone. In fact, um, on the day of her services, um, I refused uh, to uh, allow to go to a cemetery. Um, after the services, uh, we went and we celebrated her 18th birthday because that's what she wanted the most. And mm. every time when I was writing the script, I was co-writing it with her, excuse me. And uh, um, I would always ask, is this what Alyssa would want? Is that what would she want to say? And so many times she would get me out of trouble in the scene that I was writing and I, was, I would get stuck. And this amazing things would happen, this signs, and they're always all around us. And, you know, I consider myself a well-read guy and I've read a bunch of new age books, but to experience it was just, it's just another level, Janine. It's, it's, it's absolutely miraculous. You know, it's so interesting to me to who you talk to when you, when you talk like this, because some people might think, oh, come on, this is a little too woo-woo. But I can completely understand because I do actually look for the signs in life. They can be nonverbal, but they can also be like the people you meet, like yourself. And, you know, I still have dreams about my friend who passed away, thoughts about her. Uh, some people have said I'm an empath, but I think it's really important to pay attention to those messages because they're trying to tell you something. As strange as it may sound, I found that um, once you align um, with your frequency, with the universe, I don't know, for many people it's different. Right. It's, 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 almost, it's almost you can't go wrong. It's, it's things line up, you turn and it's 11, 11 on the clock. And uh, um, um, you think of your friend and your friend calls you. You think of a piece of music and all of a sudden it's playing on the radio. And it's, it's, 
it's incredible what happens if you uh, tune in uh, into your own frequency and align yourself with um, the incredible that happens. Definitely. Absolutely. Where can people find out more about you and the film, Dimitri? Well, um, uh, you could go to mytruefairytale.com and uh, um, you could find out everything there is to know about uh, the film. Uh, you could go to Gravitas Ventures. Um, uh, you could find out everything about the film. You could type in and Google mytruefairytale.com in YouTube. I think there's a lot out there um, at this point. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. I want to just add something I forgot to mention. I, I believe that grief is a very personal thing where no one can say, you know, you need to move on. You need to move forward. You need to let it go. Because I think it goes through waves where you do move forward. And even if it's one small step, it's something. But sometimes we have one small step forward and six steps back because we're having a hard time. And that's okay. And uh, no one can tell you when or how to move forward. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't agree with this more. It almost, you have to feel it. And um, as strange as it may sound, it's like, it's like a flow on a river, in the water. It, it just, it, it has to take you there. And by you uh, trying to use your hands to move in this water won't do anything. It almost, you have to allow the, the flow of things to take you there, mm -hmm. um, if that makes any sense. It makes a lot of sense. It sure does. I have really enjoyed this. Congratulations. Keep me posted on how the film is doing. It's a tremendous piece of art that you put out in the world. Jenny, thank you. I just wanted also to, to, to thank uh, my entire film family um, for helping me uh, make this from the actors uh, to my, my, my very close friend, Pablo Diaz, who is the uh, cinematographer, Marcos, production designer, Pancho, musician, Antonio, my editor, my, my uh, uh, producer, Sitlali Ruiz, and um, of course, my inspiration for everything, Alyssa. Beautiful. To meet you again, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Same here. Thank you so much, Janine. <laughs>